This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18+. plus. Rewards registration required, points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. You are watching Lester Till I Die TV. Good evening, my fellow foxes and foxettes. How the devil are we all? Welcome along to LTID TV. We are live on Twitter and on YouTube. Uh, I'm avoiding Facebook at the moment because it's a pain in the um, posterior. Um, We're live. That's where we are. Thank you for joining us and watching. Please do join in with the comments. But as I always say, please keep them respectful and clean. And if you are listening on podcasts, thank you for lending me your ears, whether that be YouTube podcasts, Google, Apple iTunes, Spotify, Podcast Addict, or Uncle Tom Cobbley and them all. And, of course, smart speakers, just ask it to play the podcast, Lester Till I Die, and you will hear our dulcet tones. And, of course, if you want to, you can follow us on all our socials. They're all listed there, um, either LTID TV, most of them are, or Lester Till I Die TV. 
and TikTok, we've put in some uh, of our funniest clips. Well, I say funniest clips. Uh, it's about as funny as Philip Schofield at the moment. But, you know, <laughs> put some of our funniest clips up. Uh, although TikTok didn't like the fact that uh, we, we cut somebody off for saying Scott Parker. And apparently it's gone against their community guidelines. Yes, I know what you're thinking, TikTok. Have community guidelines? Oh, yes, they do. Uh, going on the bottom there, you'll see a list of all our members. Uh, $1.99 of your good calendar, your good calendar, your good English pounds. A month will get you all of that uh, as listed there. And next season, we are going to be doing some members-only shows as well. Uh, so that's to look forward to. And all you need to do is click on one of those two things there, as you can see on the screen, one of them is directly under on YouTube, uh, under the description, and one of them is in the full description itself. You've been waiting for it. It's here. We've finally done it. We are ready to go. Our new channel. Uh, if you like your quizzes, we're going to have the Big Fat Leicester quiz still here because I'm big and fat and I support Leicester, so it's as good a reason as any. Um but if you already follow Brad's old channel, which was Top 10 Battles, then you've automatically transferred over to our new sister channel, which is, was Brad's channel. It has now become Lester Till I Die, the quiz channel. And we've got loads and loads of quizzes coming up there. So do keep a lookout for them at all, uh, at all times, basically. I don't know what I'm saying. I need, I need some help. So let's get him in. Um, one in a minute. I'll press the right button. There we go. You know... Ladies, you've been screaming for him. You were saying why you've got him back and where's he gone to? Well, he went on holiday, you know, and I, I'm not going to argue with this guy. Your own introduction music, Josh. Good evening, sir. <laughs> I don't know if I don't know if many ladies are screaming for me, Chris, but thanks for the compliment. <laughs> oh, what can I say? What can I, well, maybe <laughs> maybe the missus. Maybe missus was asking where oh, are no. you? <laughs> maybe that was that night you said uh, oh, I'm going on Chris's channel and she never saw you. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 hey, I didn't drop you in it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome along to Brad, who is our newest member. Thank you very much, young man. Um, and the Blue Fox. Evening, Chris, mate. Why was Dan being a creep? I don't know. I didn't know he was. There we go. You have to explain that one, mate. You have to explain that one. Or asking yourself next time he's in, which will probably be later on this week. Um, look, we're still sort of dissecting the fact, I and mean, I think we've all accepted the fact now that we've gone down uh, a division, Josh. Uh, I mean, I, I've sort of updated all the sort of logos and I've got the championship tables ready for the website and things like that. It's like the cool, you know, light of reality. But... The Leicester Mercury on Leicestershire Live have been putting a bit of a, a questionnaire up. I thought, you know, let's have a look and we'll go through it. And, and we've not asked you this before, so we'll go through sort of your thoughts on, uh, on last season and the upcoming season. Um, but the first one that, that, that they start with, and uh, just to show off for the wonders of modern technology, there we go. Who was responsible for Leicester's relegation? I mean, they've put here a list to work off, which is owners, the owner and the board. Uh, director of football recruitment team, players, um, Brendan Rogers, or of course, as he's better known, 
uh, or Dean Smith. What are your thoughts on sort of is there, is there an ultimate responsibility or is it collective? <laughs> I think it's a collective. I'll be honest. I don't. I don't really place blame on Dean Smith at all. Um, no. He would. I think he would dealt pretty. He, he would dealt a pretty bad hand to be honest. He ran a hide into nothing. Um, the time he got, he, he, he couldn't really change anything. Um, the things he did try and change, again, he only had, what, about a month, month and a half, two months or so to try and turn yeah. it all around. And by then, it was far too late. Um, it's the collective, Rogers, um, the board, obviously the owners and director of football, mate, it, it was just an absolute, the, the whole season, as we all know, an absolute shambles from top to bottom. Um, lots of things we weren't told, things, were, things we were told, vital information came far too late. So, in the lurch, um, but the board and you know Rudkin didn't act quick enough to you know get 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 rid of Rogers. Um, again, didn't leave yourself enough time to get somebody to come in to, to steady the ship and um, avoid relegation. With a team on paper, mate, we should never have been down there. But as we all know from, from watching us over the season, it's no surprise we're down there because the, the players that you know, although the season before last finished eighth, which. In hindsight, you know, at the time we, we were thinking, God, you know, how we finished eighth, we were all poor that season, to be honest. So it's just a collective for me, mate. From top to bottom, it's just been it's been an absolute train wreck. Yes, I mean, like you say, I think last season finishing eighth in the European semi final did not sort of sum how this bad the season was. Um, a bit like West Ham this season, they seem to be doing everything but like us, but a season behind. But you know they've had a bad season, and yet they've avoided relegation, and they're in the, in the, in the final tomorrow. Uh, but do you think that Top was kept in form? Because I mean, we know he's had a lot on his plate. He, he's trying to, along with his brother, who's a vice chairman, obviously, but they've also got the, the main King Power Company to look after. And no, I don't think he was there as much as we've seen him in the past. Yes, he was towards the end because I think the fans probably sort of thought, "Well, come on, you know, where, where, you know, where's Nero?" While you know the club was burning, sort of thing. But do you think he was he was kept in, informed enough by the likes of John Rudkin and Susan Whelan? Maybe um, it's hard to say, really. I mean, I think Rudkin for the last few seasons. Um, decision making has been really poor um, and I think we're sort of we're bearing the brunt of that now with you know, certain players' contracts running down and we're allowing them to go for, for no money um, as you, you know you've seen yeah. you know the, the release players is you know with, with Tielemans I think you know we, at the time we sort of tried to offer him a deal because we knew he'd leave anyway so we wanted to make sure we got some money out of him I think that's his own doing um, yeah. but other players you know you think the money wasted on some just some absolute crap garbage. Um, whether you know, I think you know, some of them were Rogers signings. I think Vestergaard was, and, and Bertram was a, was a Rogers signing, but you know, <laughs> ultimately, sorry, yeah. always, always put a shiver down my spine when those two names <laughs> are mentioned, <laughs> but but you know, ultimately, transfer you know, transfer dealings and and the like. As, as much in the modern game, it boils down to director of football, and I think it, it's, it's been an absolute, it's been an absolute shambles. Um, other than that, it's hard to say, mate. It's, I'd like to think he was well informed, but 
Having said that, I suppose even even if he wasn't, surely he'd been able to see the absolute mess we were in and, and the way we were playing and how stubborn Rogers was. And it, I don't I don't really know. I mean, even if he wasn't, it's it's sort of a case. Well, we know Rudkin's going to stay on for another season. He's not going to get rid of him. Um, he seems yeah. pretty untouchable. So regardless of, regardless of whether he was told or not, he, he clearly trusts him. Which is he, he does have a lot scary. of faith in Rudkin for some reason. But do you think? Mm. I mean, you know, I said the other day, you know, there's the old sort of sack the board. But I, I, I'm, you know, I'm trying to differentiate top and the board and put them in two different piles and give him the benefit of the doubt of yes, he made mistakes at the start of the season. You know, not keeping mm. us informed by FFP. But surely Susan Whelan should have been ringing them up and saying, "This isn't getting any better." You know, we, we, we've got all these injuries at the playing ground and train playing play, training ground. She should have. She and now she's going to be, you know, conducting the inquiry into what's gone wrong. Well, that, that's a scary thing. They say there's going to be an inquiry, but you'd assume that Whelan, Rudkin, all the other members sort of know what's gone on. So how can you have an inquest when you know full well throughout the season what's happened? I, I don't really understand it unless, you know, unless Top's leading the inquest and, and, and ruling with an iron fist and saying, listen, what went on? You know, as you say, yeah. King Powers is bread and butter. He, he's got, that, that comes first and foremost. As much as we all like to think Leicester City's, you know, is, is his, his first port of call, yeah. really. It's not. Um Unless that's going to happen, again, nothing, nothing's really going to change. They can look into it as much as they want, but they've had the last nine months to see how bad it's gone. And it, but by the time they made decisions, it was far too late. So I, I can't really see. I, I think things like this have come out to try and appease the fans and oh, sort yeah. of, sort of, try and con us all into thinking, oh yeah, things are getting sorted. When to be honest with me. Unless things that unless things that change in the next few weeks regarding you know a, a, not a complete overhaul because I think as much as we'd all like it to happen regarding you know director of football and such it's not realistic really I think that no. sort of thing going to take time um, yeah, the, the next few weeks will really will really tell us about I mean how much Paul Rudkin's actually got over the club which personally mm. I think he got far too much. Yeah, oh no, I agree. I mean, com- a word that's sort of been popping up quite a bit um, is complacency. Mm. Are we almost sort of just a case of like, well, we're not going to get relegated? They, 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 I, I believe they firm. I, I believe they they firmly believe that right up until probably the last month of the season, when as fans, you know, we all sat back and thought, we, you know, we are really in the shit. As I say, I, a couple of months ago, I, I accepted relegation, mate. I, I thought it was going to happen. I couldn't really see, I couldn't really see a change in playing style. Um, players didn't look like they were really pulling the socks up. I mean, even even the the victory against Wolves, I, I thought, you know, we won that by the skin of the skin of the teeth. Really, we didn't look brilliant. Having said that, all season, all victories, I, you know, I know we beat, you know, we beat. Villa 4-2, we beat Spurs 4-1. Hmm. We didn't really look great in them games either, to be honest. I think it was just because the other team was so poor. Um, <laughs> and it, it, it's, it's true, mate. It, it really is. Um, it, 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 just, it just all sort of come far too late. It really did. Um, I, I, I could, as daft as it sounds, like I, I sat on holiday last week and 
obviously you know, the Sunday the Sunday the West Ham game and you know we won but we went down and I sat there on Tuesday and it hit me and I was like shit yeah we got relegated didn't we and I couldn't I could believe it but I couldn't believe it because of how you know how the last nine nine years have gone and and mm. just just the crap, mate. It, it's mental, really. It's absolutely you, you youngsters don't remember the bad times, you know. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it's it's today. I mean, well, yesterday and today, we're being linked with Enzo Mar- uh, Maris- Mariska. I think it's pronounced um, Pep's mm. number two or number three at. Uh, uh, I think he's not. I think he's a first team coach. So hopefully, he's better than Adam Sadler was. Uh, Obviously, he's come from the, the Pep school. He's had a lot of experience. Celtic apparently going in for him this week, uh, which is great. It's all he needs just before uh, the Champions League final. But what sort of manager? I mean, we, we, we're, we're talking a different sort of, I think, manager to what we would have looked for had we stayed up. Whether we can still get Potter or not, who knows? Uh, I mean, do we need an experienced campaigner who's won promotion before, which, in fairness, Dean Smith has? Uh, do we look, want somebody that's successful overseas but hasn't had any success in England? Which, let's be honest with you, Potter hadn't when he first came. Uh, or do we need an experienced but inexperienced homegrown coach, which you could argue to a degree Martin O'Neill was? Or a bit of everything? <laughs> It'd be nice if we had a bit of everything, really. Um <sighs> It's hard to say, really. I mean, I'd, I'd like, I'd like a manager to come in and be given time, but but we can see that you know there's a project being built, and you know the, the players we're bringing in are buying into what we're trying to do. Um, whether that be a couple of seasons in the championship, um, you know, first season I'll know we finish mid-table, second season playoffs, and then third season we we'll go on to win it. I'd take that personally because you sort of you sort of see yourself going in the right direction, and yes. you've got a manager in charge who, who is is instilling something in the players, brings in players that want to actually play for the club and take us, you know, back to the Premier League. And mm. I per- personally, I'd like to. See- if you know, if if we want to push, which I'm sure we all do want to do, um, first season back in the championship, push for and, and fight for for promotion. I think you know you'd, you'd want an experienced manager who's been there and done it. Now I know a lot of people are slagging Scott Parker off. He's not my first choice at all. So don't don't shoot me on this. Don't worry. No, no, but I'm not. I'm not shooting done... you. I'm just going to say. Bellend. <laughs> Sorry, you've just fallen into our Belen group. No, no, I'm stopping you there. I am not having any talk about that cardigan wearing useless piece. Yes, people are saying he's got Fulham promoted. Yes, he got Bournemouth. Of course he did. I won't deny that. But he also got his team, um, you know, beaten 9-0 by Liverpool. He also, and if you think Brendan Rodgers threw people under the bus, you should see what he did. That's why that he basically lost the job. Um, no, I just, I know. <laughs> because, yes, all right, he could get us up, but he's just as likely to bring us straight back down again. That's the thing. He's not my first choice at all. <clears throat> but having heard some of the names we're actually being linked with, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be, you know, if we were to appoint him over, I don't know, um, I mean... I'd rather have him over Dean Smith, which I, I think I think we've all got to sort of come to the conclusion and the realization that Dean Smith's got a really good chance of getting this job. 
Now, I'm not saying Dean Smith's done it. He's not done a terrible job. And as I say, I think he's been dealt a bad hand. <clears throat> but like I say, Scott Parker, in, in a sort of knows the championship, I get what you're saying. And I think if if he, if we if we did manage, if, if he came in and he took us up, then you're sort of thinking, right, he failed at Fulham in the Premier League. He failed at Bournemouth in the Premier League. He's saying he failed at Bournemouth. I know like he got the sack in the end because he opened his mouth, which is, you know, it's by the by. Um, but he would, I, don't, I, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be absolutely distraught if he got the job. But having said that, I'd rather have him over. I'd rather have him over Dean Smith. No, rather no, him over, no, no, no. I can't believe you're saying this, George. I'd rather have him over Stephen Gerrard. Oh well, you, oh, well. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't, don't, I don't. If you you put a strong game, you're winning too many fights, Tyson. <laughs> <laughs> again, but he, he's he's not my first choice. But he again, of all the options, I don't think he'd be as bad as everybody believes. Oh, that be. way. I mean, as you know, I live down just outside Bournemouth, and I've got one of my mates down here runs uh, up the cherries in all departments. He, he, and they absolutely hate him. They, they, they said the only job he could do was a bin man, and he'd probably drop half the rubbish on the floor. I mean, nah, I mean, does I mean Dean Smith for me? I don't know. I mean, I, I say from the start, would we have welcomed him back so much had he not had Greg Shakespeare with him? Mm. You know, um, I just, uh, I, I, I'm just not. With Dean Smith, he's he, he you know he basically what Thomas Franks is living on at Brentford at the moment is what he put in place, a bit like Pearson and Ranieri. He got Aston Villa promoted. He made Jamie, no, he didn't. He made Jack Grealish uh, a million pound player. Uh, he did keep them up one season. I don't know whether he's the ideal long term project. But he might be the manager to bring us back up because he knows that division and he knows it well. It is very awkward about do we? You know, I don't particularly want somebody that's not got the experience in those lower divisions. Which, in fairness, uh, Enzo Mascari has got that experience in lower divisions here and abroad. Um, but whether that's the sort of football that he was obviously going to bring that Pep plays is the right sort of football for the second tier is obviously the question. Um, or do we go for something like the Ipswich coach that everybody's talking about, the Blackburn coach that, that's done it? I mean, well, this is why we don't own a football club, isn't it? Um, I mean, Scott says here, um, Josh, would you have Parker over Neil Lennon? I wouldn't have either of them personally. <laughs> and I'm guessing you, I don't know, what would you say on that one, Josh? I'd say so, yeah. Um, as much as Neil Lennon's a legend of the club, um and I'm not doubting his, man his, his management career because I think he's had management-wise that decent career. He done well at Celtic, you know, he got hips promoted and and such. But it's, it's Scottish football. Um, yeah, exactly. I'd, I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd, have, I'd have Scott Parker over Neil Lennon. Yeah, of course I would. I mean, it's always a problem, I think, with a legend coming back to the club. Um, mm. It's like saying, would you know, would we take um, Steve Claridge? You know, he's managed at Weymouth and at at Salisbury, wow! You know, <laughs> and Neil Lennon. I'm not sure if there's Bolton or where, but he didn't last very long in English football. You know, Wayne Rooney. I wouldn't necessarily be against it because again, he's he's done that division. But 
I mean, let's be honest with you. You could you could put thirty name, I mean, thirty people in the room, and we'd call, all come up with thirty uh, different names of who we want as manager. So, and whatever whoever it is, they've got to get this one right, you know, because I think, and I said this <coughs> to, to Brad early, so very quickly, your your thoughts would be interested on this. Do you would you sooner have a straight return to the Premier League? But we struggle to stay up again. So a bit like saying Norwich or Watford, we come straight back up, but you we may or may not stay up. Uh, or would you sooner us um have a period where we may be in the second tier for one, two, possibly three seasons, but then come up like we did when we came up under Pearson and really give it a go uh, uh, and be good enough to maybe finish mid table? I'd take the second option, mate. I'd take staying in the championship for a few seasons, then going up and, as you say, sort of doing, you know, doing like doing like a Brentford and, you know, like as you say, finishing mid-table, but each season after that, signing the right players, getting a decent infrastructure in place. You've got the right manager in charge and you slowly progress each season, push on first, you know, ninth, eighth, seventh. <clears throat> Staff didn't sound. But having said that, if we hadn't had the seasons that we have done for the last, you know, few years, FA Cup wins, Premier League wins, European, and we'd have sort of been languishing or flirting relegation most seasons, I'd take the first option. So I think it's because, you know, we've seen the success and you think, right, you know, a few years out of that now and sort of stabilising and then go again. Mm. That's probably why I'm saying that. Um, no, it's a fair point. It's a fair point. Yeah. Um, I, I, I'm... Like I said, I don't want us to be what we were in the sort of the nineties under the, like the Craig Levines and the Martin Allens, and be get all these players in that are coming to Leicester because they think oh, it's a good club, it's a big club, they've got this great training ground. But I'm sort of thirty nine, but you know I'm a name, and they know you know when we used to get the likes of Les Ferdinand, Dennis Wise, Martin Keown. I mean, they were all way past the sell by date, but they were names, and people, you know, we all as fans were like, wow. Les Ferdinand's playing for us, but you know it, it wasn't particularly that good for us. But uh, as Scott says, yeah, Wayne Rooney did help the Rams to relegation, Scott. But they did have a how many points was it? Twelve, fifteen points deducted um, for FFP, and I think without that, he wouldn't have actually they wouldn't have actually gone down. Uh, oh, twenty one. There we go. Him and, him, him and Jamie Vardy don't go and do this, so. Well, that is a point. That is a. That is a well, we don't know if the wives don't. Let's be honest with you. You know. <laughs> but, uh, the next one. This is I again. I I I just not sure where to go with this one. But the next one. It's only a small. It's very small there to put it all on. But basically, uh, do you have faith in the board to keep? Uh, sorry, do you have faith in the board to make the right decisions? to earn or fight for promotion? Oh, God. I think they've got no choice but to get it right now. Um, you sort of opened that last season was a learning curve for them, but it should have never got to this position. So uh, I can't really give an answer on that, to be honest, because don't get me wrong, they made monumental cock-ups last season, but in the past, they have made decent decisions. Um, you just sort of open that they're not sleeping on the fact that you know we're. I'm not, and I'm not blowing smoke up our own arse here. But going into the championship, as in Leeds, and I suppose Southampton in a way as well, we're, mm. 
going to be massive favourites to go straight back up and you don't want them to think, well, bar arts really, we should walk the division because you get found out. So yeah, I, I'd say if you ask me that question in four or five weeks when we're well into pre-season, I might be able to give you a definitive answer, but it's hard to say at the minute, really. Yeah. Without without you know without the manager being being appointed, yeah. and then you could sort of say, right, this is this is the direction we're going. Yeah, we trust them to get it right. It's hard to say at the minute. For me, I think I don't think I do, and the reason I'm saying that is because. These are the what people that got us. And I'm, when I'm saying the board here, I'm not talking about top because I do think his eyes were off the ball and you've got to give him a little bit of a, yeah, we understand why. But I do think he was let down by the Susan Whelan's, John Rudkins, Neville's and all those. And to me, they were more about turning up at FA dinners and getting doctorates from, you know, De Montfort University than they were about running a football club. Because if they were, we wouldn't be in this position now. And I said ages ago that I I was quite, um, you know, in, in a position where I'd sooner have a club in the second division than have no club at all because we've gone out of business. And you don't, you might, you might be too young, but the Leeds United, I think, it was uh, went under uh, Risdale and O'Leary, got into a a, a Champions League yeah. semi final. They went for that dream, but they yeah. hopped all the you know, crown jewels, you know, and family jewellery to get there, and it all went yeah. wrong. And then I'm looking at these are the people. We are losing seven players. That's Those seven players cost over £100 million, and we're losing each and every one of them for nothing. Same with Slomani as well. £40 million for him. He was mismanaged so much, we lost him for nothing. So it, it's... I, I, I can't trust them, is the honest answer. Is, do I trust the board? And my big answer, and I'm being honest, is no. I mean, Michael, David, uh, says here, Rudkin is the problem. But if Rudkin is the problem, why isn't Susan Whelan saying to Top, look, I know he's a favourite, I know you've got a great relationship, but he's, he doesn't know what he's doing. Why isn't somebody has the canoners to stand up and go, no, that's wrong, Top? Maybe they are, but maybe Top just really trusts him. Mm. We, do, we don't know, unfortunately. And, and, and as you say, I think if there's ever a season, if there's ever a season sort of for Top to sit back and go, hang on, something's gone drastically wrong here. It's this season. We got relegated. And if, if, if this doesn't push Brooklyn out, which, as, as I said earlier, I don't think it's going to. I think he's going to be here for the longevity. Nothing will get him out. He does trust him. And that's the thing. He he. Um, sorry, I had to. <laughs> I had to read this two or three times. I thought he said that. Sorry, you hadn't been in my dreams. I thought. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you know you haven't? You know what I mean. <laughs> that's a little bit scary. As I said to. Um, as I said to. Uh... I'm Sandra. And I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. 
Away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. To Dan the other night. Let it go, let it go. Oh, so I know, I know. Oh. Right, um, yeah, I, I've got to say, I, 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 am, I am torn on that one. Uh, the next one, um, which is, which player would you most like to keep? Um, amid an expected fire sale, we know we're going to have to sell Madison, probably Barnes. But the list that they uh, that they've listed here is James Madison, Harvey Barnes, Jamie Vardy, Wilfred Indeedy, Ukalechi, and Nacho. That's it's it's an odd one. I'd say. A person, I'm going to take Vardy out, Vardy out of the equation because I've got a feeling he's going to stay. Now mm. I know he's going to be on mega money, um, but I, th- I think he'll give us another season. So I'm going to take him out of that. I- I'd keep, I'd keep Harvey Barnes. Really, I think. I mean, yeah. I can see what you mean, and I certainly wouldn't want him to go because I think he could cause damage in the championship. But unfortunately, I think him and Madison are our two most saleable assets. Now, I'm surprised. I mean, if, if Brad's watching now, Brad has probably just choked on his cornflakes. Um, because this, this is probably about his breakfast time. Because, of course, you know, there's only one love for Brad. I mean, this is his man love, and I've got this especially, and I wish he was here, but he wasn't. But, Brad, if you're watching, this is for you, mate. Oh, I can see Brad now going, hell, my hero. (laughs) uh, Indeed, he, for me, has had it. Madison is going. I think Barnes is going. Uh, Jamie Vardy, I think, if he goes, it'll be Sheffield Wednesday. If it's not Sheffield Wednesday, he will have the last season with us. Uh, so, for me, it would be uh, Kelechi Iheanacho. I've got to be uh, honest with you. Um, if City make a marquee, one, one marquee signing this summer, in which position would you want them to play? Winger. Sorry? Winger. On the wing, we got all Brighton back. We have, and I, I, I genuinely believe I think he's gonna, he's gonna, he's not gonna be a big player for us, but he, he's he's the sort of player you want in the in the squad when you're in a division like the Championship because he's a battler. He always does 110. percent um, Here alone at West Brom uh, for like the last what was it the last four or five months of the season last season. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think that the world will are there, but he's always been a good player for us. You know, his legs are going, we know that, but yeah. he's always committed. Um, you know what you're going to get from him. Um, I just think, I mean, if Barnes does leave, we definitely need a winger regardless because then we literally don't have any, really. Yeah. 
apart from all, apart from all Brighton, but I can't you can't expect him to start two games every week because <clears throat> the championship is so demanding. So I would like um, I would like a, a, a market marquee signing to be a winger. I think that that'd be a, a big one for us. I think yeah. you know what I, I know we struggled defensively this season, but I think next season defensively, I think we'll be all right. As daft yeah. as it sounds, I, I, I genuinely believe. I, th- I think we'll have the sense back pairing of it. It's looking like Fass and Suter, to be honest. I think Suter's, Suter's suited to the championship. Um, and, and, it's like, welcome back, isn't it, Dave? <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and I think it will suit Fass a bit more as well. Um, yeah, I, I just think attacking-wise, I'd, I'd, I'd like to see a winger. Just to, I mean, as I say, you know, Barnes at 13 goals last season. with 13 or 14 goals in the Premier League. So, yeah. if he is to leave... If he is to leave, we you know we'd, we'd need we need somebody to come in and and hopefully match that sort of output in the championship. It's a good point. I mean, like you say, we might have to have two because we might need to have one both sides if Barnes goes. Uh, mm-hmm. as, as Andrew said, well, Andrew's gone midfield general captain. Uh, Terry says, "Why play with wingers?" And I was just thinking that you know you, the new manager coming might want to go four four bloody two. You know, it might not need wingers, but. Most teams these days do play with wingers. Um, like you said, you know, the goalkeeper, I think Everson's, I think Ward's going to go. And I think we should let him go and, and, and try and get a career somewhere else. I think I think maybe he's gone to the point of not coming back now. Uh, Stolchuk, I think, was at uh, Preston. Is apparently not done too bad as, as there. So he might come in as the number two. We've still got Smithy. So goalkeeper, the defence, like you say, you know, Pierre, we've got Justin back if we manage to hold on to him. Nobody's mentioned him yet. Uh, so, and then you like to say Sutar phase, uh, possibly, uh, well, Thomas as well, obviously, Castagna. So we've still got okay there, haven't we? Defensive midfielders, yeah. we, we, we've, you know, we've exercised the extra year's extension on um, um, Hamza Chow. Yeah, so we've got, and I'm pleased with that um, because he was. <laughs> Typical Brendan Rodgers saying how good he was, and then we never saw him again. Uh, so yes, to me, yeah, if we, if we are going to have wingers, and I pretty much think we will be doing because that's the way modern teams play. Um, but I I could see us needing the two, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. But anyway, um, the next one is now which academy play? Now I was going to struggle with this. I'm not going to lie because oops, let me just let me get it right. There we go. Which academy player? I mean, there's some good names in there. Uh, um, the, the ones that you know, obviously, Casey McAteer. I think he's been on the bench a couple of times this season. Uh, Sammy Braybuck and Will Alves um, was uh, fortunately both got the really bad ACL injuries, didn't they? Uh, ben Nelson, and I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce the other two <laughs> because they've been put in there, I'm sure, just to try and cause me troubles. But Wanya Markal uh, um, and to wonder as well. Uh, anybody that... that, <laughs> yeah, that, that that's, as, that's as far as I'm going. First name terms, me, uh, <laughs> me and to wonder. <laughs> Good old to wonder. I'd, I'd say, I think we're going to see a lot of Bray Brook, to be honest. I think this might be a season where he's, he's very much a... Um, a rotation, say rotation sort of player. I think he's he, I think he's going to make quite a lot of substitute appearances for us. Um, I'd like to see a lot more Will Alves. As you say, I know he got a he, he got a really bad injury um, last season. So 
whether that's maybe pushing back another season or not to to you know break into the first team, it remains to be seen. But from what we have seen of him so far, um, I remember he came on against Watford in the FA Cup, not last season, the season before, and he looked really good. He's got good feet. <clears throat> I think he could be a bit frustrating at times, um, from what I've heard, because he's uh, he likes to keep hold of the ball quite a lot. But I think if we can get him back fit, I'd like to see a lot more of him. I think he could be. I think he could. He could become. Might be taking two or three seasons, but I think he, he he's got the ability and the potential to become quite a big player for us. I believe. I mean, the the, the youngsters. Uh, well, Andrew's just said there quickly. Uh, get the back. I think he was at. Um, and it was. I think he went to a League One club because he didn't actually do anything at the clubs that he went to on loan in uh, in in the Championship. So I think we had to loan him to a League One. To, for him to actually be sort of picked to get any game time. Uh, I, I think, to be honest with you, he's had too many loans now. I don't think we'll see George Hurston. You never hear it, you never hear him mentioned or, or, as a future prospect. I think his time, unfortunately, has come and gone, and I think he will be leaving uh, the club. But as Terry said, there is the American we signed on loan at Leven, or the rumours are we'll probably have another season there. Um, yeah, and, and I think. We've got, although the youngsters were relegated, I mean, when those youngsters came on against Watford last season in the FA Cup, they did all right. They did better than the first teams that came back and played Forest the following round and we got knocked out. <laughs> um, so I think we've got the talent there. And I'm not, like I say, I'm not bothered for seeing big names that are coming in for one last payday and taking a drop in the league to carry on playing. I'd sooner have young, hungry players... Uh, that that you know that want to play for us and want to play for the shirt. Hundred percent, mate. Hundred percent. Just just give him a go. I mean, even if you just you know just add two or three into your match day squads one week, take them out the next week, add them in again the week after, just to give him a bit of experience, bring them on for 20, 25 minutes each game, um, and then and then see what happens. It, again, it's a division where. You're going to need every player you can get, really, to yeah. to turn up and, and, and put a shift in because it's relentless. Saturday, Tuesday, Saturday, Tuesday, near enough every week. And it, everybody's going to have a part to play, without doubt. Oh, definitely, definitely. And do you know what? we? It's probably the right league, if you like, to bed them in. They couldn't be bedded in last season, you know. Um, yeah. And the season before... You know, Rogers was sort of saying, oh, "I'm going to, you know, give the, you know, some of the youngsters a chance at the end," and then he didn't because I think he, he saw that he needed to move up the table a little bit. Um, so yeah, it's going to be a very, very interesting season um, with with the players. And why not give them a chance? Do you know what I mean, it's it's what's the point of you know training them, spending the money on them, bringing them through, and then just never playing them? It, it's 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 a waste of time, really, isn't there? You know, exactly. and, and, and like you say, it's you know we've got all these facilities. We've got this this amazing, amazing training ground at, at Seagrave, and you know you'd, you'd, you'd yeah. like to think each season, you know, we we you know another one would come through, another youngster would come through and make the squad, and even if you don't, even if they don't play every week, just get get them involved with the first team and see what happens. Again, it, it's a season where. I mean, you're not expecting them to play every single week, but you want them yeah. to play a part. And as you say, just just grow on from there, really. 
Yes, yeah. Scott says there in regards to Hurst, maybe worth telling him. Uh, he has struggled uh, in most clubs. He's been out to loan on exactly. Uh, Terry says there's a couple of good girls, but they managed to stay up and we didn't. The men didn't. So well done to the girls. Uh, but they have released 12 of their players today. So I'm not sure how many they've got left, to be honest with you. Um what is your biggest concern about City at the moment? Obviously, we're in the Championship. That's a big concern. But the options they give us here is lack of faith uh, in the board, ticketing issues, lack of faith in the players or clubs' finances. Uh, I'm, I'm going to give my own answer on this, to be honest with you. It's yeah, the no, lack you, of go you go for it, mate. It, it's the lack of information we get and how slow we seem to be making decisions and ideally for me, mate, I mean, I think we need the new manager in by the end of the week, without doubt. It's not going to happen. I don't think it's going to happen until maybe middle of next week, but <clears throat> I wanted somebody in early so it shows that the board, have, like, they've looked into it, they've said, right, this is the man. He can, you know, he can come in, see what players he wants, see what players he don't want. Um Got, got his transfer list sorted, players he wants to bring in, get the players in back early for pre-season. But again, it don't. It looks like it's just sort of going to be, you know, six, seven weeks left pre-season. We're sort of thinking, twid set here twiddling the thumbs. Oh yeah, and he's good. I'll be honest with you, mate. I, I genuinely believe. I hope I'm. I hope I'm wrong. I think after all this and all the speculation, I think it's going to be Dean Smith who we appoint. Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, I think they could be worse. I mean, you know, we've been linked with Stephen Gerrard. Oh, yeah, yeah. They could, they could be worse. Uh, people keep suggesting Scott Parker for some reason. Um, <laughs> but, <laughs> um, it's a very good point. And I think we have gone... I mean, when you look last season, because of... Top, and I say this, and I said this last season, you know, Top did not come out with that reason about the FFP, which is a very good reason, and we would have all understood, but he didn't come out until deadline day, uh, when it was too yeah. late to do anything. It was almost like he was too scared to come out. Well, it's your yeah. club, mate. Yeah, we, ain't gonna, we can't do anything. Yeah, we can go and say top out and all this. We're unlikely to, but we could do. It doesn't mean you're going to have to go. And I think he was a lot quicker in getting out his, his sort of post-relegation uh, uh, statement. Um, it was a bit like woe is me in parts. Like, well, I've been getting nasty messages. Well, yeah, that goes with the position, mate. I know you. I know we love you to bits, but it doesn't mean I love you if I criticise you. Uh, all right, some people obviously gone over the board. We're not the club we used to be. That's the thing, you know. We're not this family club that you know. We, we used to. We used to feel part of the club, and I don't anymore. I feel there's a distance. Yeah. They have become the a, say Premier League club, but it was like the fans weren't good enough. You know, you, you'd used to be able to ring up and ask something, and you get an answer. Now, thankfully, I, I, I've got a very good contact at the club, Jim. Who you know looks after the, the helpline, and he's he on his own is excellent. But trying to get any answers or trying to get any help or support out of the club, it's not not like it used to be. It's not like it used to be, and I think. You're right. That not necessarily family atmosphere, but that 
and I hate using this because Holly used it and everybody's using it about uh, this morning, this the big this morning family. But we need to get that Leicester City family back and that feel that we're part of the club. Because let's be honest with you, during COVID, everybody said they missed us. But it yeah. seems like now that they can't give a toss about us. I mean, don't, don't get me wrong, Chris. As, as fans, we can't be told everything. We understand that. You know, there's, there's, see, you know, there's ins and outs that are very mm. sensitive, which we're never going to get told, which is fair enough. But again, there's just when, when the going's good. When the going's good, people can't tell you enough. We're going to get yeah. the stadium expanded. Seagrave, you know, Seagrave training grounds coming on now. It's completed. This is great. You know, we we're bringing back this, bringing back that. When it's all gone to shit, nobody wants to tell you anything. And we found that out this season. It's been very quiet, um, yeah. very secret. And, and that, that's what that's what I don't like about the club, mate. And, and you're exactly right. It just seems like there's a bit of a <clears throat> not disconnect from top because I, uh, you know, I, I, I never call I'd never call for his head or anything. For me, he's, he's an absolute god for what he's done for us as a club. He's made mistakes, of course, he has. Um, but there is there there is just seems as you say, mate. There's, there's a disconnect from from the club and, and as you say, the fans at the minute. Where I can't really quite put my finger on what it is, but again, I, and I think, as I say, I think a lot of that is down to a complete lack of communication. Really, this is. I mean, Scott says here, you know, that company didn't join Burnley to the 14th of June last season, uh, and it was different last season because everything was different because of the World Cup being in the season but I, I get what you're saying Scott I think the thing that worries me is that when we got rid of Prell we knew we'd got, you know, we, we, we were in talks with Rodgers, we knew that could be happening um, Rodgers went and this is the thing that got me I could not believe that we went through all that season up until 8 games to go or 10 games to go, sorry because Sadler had 2 10 games to go, thinking who do we get in if we get rid of Rodgers? There was no yeah. plan. You know, we used to say you know, that Rodgers didn't have a plan B. Top and Rudkin and Whelan definitely never had a plan B because as soon as he went, they should have said, this is who we want. And then there's another two weeks with that plonker Sadler taking the team out, who seemed to think that his best plan was to do exactly the same as Rodgers did. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just hope that they, that you know, they, they'd had enough time and they weren't relying on Dean Smith maybe keeping us up and then they're saying, yeah, let's give him the job because he's kept us up. I think you're right, mate. And again, it just goes to show that, that you know, there was no con- contingency plan in place. It, it seemed like, you know, at the time where, you know, Rogers was sacked and then, Dean Smith weren't even a thought until he actually got the job. It was literally like two, like day before, two days before, all of a sudden, yep, yeah, Dean Smith said, everybody was like, hang on, like, what's going on here? His name hadn't even been mentioned. Do you know yeah. what I mean? So <clears throat> I think them really, really cl- um, sort of grasping for straws and thinking, shit, we, we need to get somebody in quick because it just goes to show, mate, they, they, I don't, they did believe we could down up until that point that they still believe, they still believe we'd stay up with ease and, Look what happened! It cost us. I think they definitely they sleepwalk into into relegation. You know, mm. um, yeah. But, uh, um, anyway, I'm just looking at Sky Sports transfer. It's all Premier League. It depresses me. <laughs> the last, <laughs> um, the last question here. Then um, 
Uh, where do you think City will finish next season? I know that's a, I know that's the sort of because we don't know what players we're going to have, what manager we're going to have, but I at the minute. If we can keep hold of the players who I think we've possibly got a chance of keeping hold of, that's not including Madison or, as you say, as I said earlier, you know, I'd like to keep Barnes, but I agree with you, Chris. I think he'll go. There's no reason why, with the right players brought in, I think I think we should we should make playoffs comfortably, but I think. Out of all the three teams coming down, I think we're in the worst position at the minute. I think South, I think Southampton will have a good season next season because they they brought in players last season, young players, which I think will do well in the championship for them. I think their squad sort of suits the championship really. I think they'll do well, and I think I think Leeds. They, I think Leeds will adapt better than we have because they've only, they were only back in this Premier League for what two or three seasons, and then you know they've gone back down. Um, I, I think yeah. we're we're worse equipped at the minute. So I'd say, I'd say I, I think we're cheering for playoffs. Whether we'd go up or not, I don't know. But having said that, we could have this conversation a week before the season starts. We've signed X, Y, and Z. We've got. We've got you know a manager that all the fans want. Everything's been good in pre-season. Then I'd say right, we're shooting for automatic promotion. So difficult question to ask. Difficult question to answer at the minute. It is, but, it is. Now you're not going to yeah, you're not going to be surprised to see that I, I I disagree with everything. Your opinion is wrong. <laughs> it's not. Of course, it's not. Um, I think Southampton could be in trouble of actually going down again. If I'm honest with you, uh, I think. I think they are just in a in a mess as a club. Leeds are on the point, I think, of being taken over, and it all depends how their new manager, new owner, looks at it. If he does a bit of a like a, a Forest or a Bowie and just buys and buys and buys, then yeah. But like you say, I think they are then, but they'll be mid table. Unfortunately, I think we're going to struggle. I mean, Scott's gone eleventh, twelfth. I think it could be eighth or ninth for us, to be honest with you. Uh, Ray from Canada is going um, uh, double relegation. I don't think it will be that bad because I think there's going to be worse teams. I think the, certainly Plymouth that's come up will struggle. Uh, and there's a couple of others, I think, that will as well. Huddersfield now, Warnock's gone. But I just... I think I think the fans are expecting us to do a Burnley. Mm. And who knows, if we'd spoken to Dan, and we've got Dan on the, on the show tomorrow night, and we're going to be going through all the championship clubs and what sort of dangers they possess and whether they, you know, they could, how good they are, because uh, obviously he's played them all, um, well, apart from the ones that have come up. But if we'd spoken to Dan this time last season, he was not expecting to come back up in the way that it did. You know, he, he didn't have company, like, like Scott said earlier, he wasn't there. Uh, they didn't know what was going on. And then suddenly they got company in. They started bringing all these players in. Uh, they started getting rid of a load of dead wood. That could easily happen to Leicester. But my worry is that people will expect us to do that. And if we don't, it could again get toxic down at the KP. Agreed. Um, again, it's so. It's, it's, it's just a, such an art. It's just a, it's a hard question to answer without 
with yeah, Armo and what's going to happen at 14. Yeah. It, it's a tricky one. For me, like, as I say, and this is, I'm, I'm literally going off the players we've got at the minute that are still here. I'm not, I'm not, as I say, I'm not, I'm not taking into account Madison or Barnes because I think we all know that they're going. But yeah. players that we keep hold of, I believe, can do a job in the Championship. And with mm-hmm. the right players brought in, there's no reason why we should we shouldn't be able to make playoffs. On on paper, we'll have we'll have a decent team, a champion, de- decent team for a champion for the championship anyway. So, but having said that, what do I know about football, mate? Well, <laughs> what do any of us know? Do you know what I mean? I mean, I I had I had Bournemouth to, to finish nineteenth, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but in fairness, that was because they had Scott Parker as the manager. So, <laughs> <laughs> Josh, thank you. I know you, you you've got you've got to rush off tonight, so I really do appreciate that. Thank you so very much. Thank you for somehow volunteering to be in the quiz. I think volunteer was the right word, um, and uh, we will speak to you soon. Thank you very much. Love to all of your beautiful family, and um, we will speak soon. Bless you, mate. I'll see you again soon, Chris. Looking forward to the quiz, mate. All the best, mate. Take care. Have a good week, pal. And you. Bye bye. Oh, thanks to Josh there. He's, he's had to rush off, uh, but no, I appreciate him coming in. Um, you have to remember Burnley had new owners before they went down to the championship. They did. Look, we don't know. We're all like that at the moment, aren't we? You know, uh, I am very much don't think I'm going to be doing a prediction league, as in predicting where all the teams finish, because you've no idea. You've no idea until the transfer window's finished. Managers in and out, you know, it's it's it is needle in haystack time, it really is. But talking of the championship, and in fairness, that's where we are next season. Uh, we've got this coming up next on Leicester Till I Die TV. Yep, coming up next, which is tomorrow night at eight o'clock, I will be joined by Dan Dan, the Burnley fan. Um, as we've just been talking about, great season that they had. Uh, apart from Sheffield Wednesday, Ipswich, and Plymouth, who came up, they know the team. He knows the teams because they played all the teams last season. So we'll be, we'll be. Oh, I was going to say picking his brains. I'm not sure if that's the right word or not. It's picking certainly is. I'm not sure about the brains. <laughs> um, love you, Dan. But look, yeah, he'll be going through the teams and who what we're likely to face and what we're likely to come up against next season. Thanks to Josh. Really appreciate it. If you agree or disagree with anything that we've said on this, please, if you've not done it already, you can add your comments in below uh, into the comments when we uh, when we have finished. So really do uh, feel free to do that. It's all about it is all about uh, your thoughts, etc. Um, and opinions. That's what football is about. Please do, though, ask you if you can do us one favour, like the video, and if you are new and you haven't done, subscribe to the channel. It really does help us out um, so much. And just by liking the video, it gets us seen on the homepages of people that aren't necessarily subscribing to us already or have even seen the channel. That all does help us. And why not, for just one ninety nine of your good your good English pounds, uh, become a member. Uh, all you got to do is click either next to the um, edit video bit just there, as you can see, or in, if you go into the description of each video, there is a link in there. Click on either of those two, and you'll be able to join just $1.99. Like I said, next season, there will be 
uh, probably one or two shows every month that will only be for members. So if you're not a member, you won't get to join in, see it, or anything like that. And don't forget to get on over to what was Top 10 Battles. It is now Leicester Till I Die TV, the quiz channel. Um, it's been renamed, rebranded, and now well, the rebranding is still going on. We've got the uh, got the painters and decorators in, so that will. But it is up and live now, so get subscribing. That's where all the general quizzes are. Obviously, the Big Fat Leicester quiz is still on this channel, but all the others will be moving over to Brad's, which was Top Ten Battles. And don't worry, if you were subscribed to Brad's Top Ten Battles, you still will be subscribed. Um, Brad's joined us. Um, as in, uh, he's he's become a member. He was a member before. He's become a member, uh, and I really do appreciate that because uh, he, he's not working. So I really appreciate his support on that. And uh, thank you so very much, Brad. And uh, that's it. Uh, I'm going to be on one of my last ever Premier League shows for the time being tonight at quarter past ten. Get over to Rich Sports when we'll be judging. Yeah. All the Premier League teams and their season. That's going to be a fun a minute. I'm hanging on to this Premier League status by my fingernails. I won't let go. I'm here. I'm still Premier League. <laughs> Do you know what? Not only am I Premier League. You know what? I'm Premier League. I am elite. I am proper elite. No. I am Brenda. Yes, indeed. <laughs> you got to love it. I never stop playing that. Thanks very much, guys. Like, subscribe. I've been Chris. This has been LTID TV. And this is Arnie. Good night. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too, or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That will conclude this evening's entertainment. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping. And you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.